This is El Paisano Media, and you're listening to EPM Network. Hello and welcome to Rio Hondo's Pretty Neat Podcast, where we talk about things that are pretty neat. I'm your host, Brandon Ramirez, and in this episode, we're talking about ARGs. ARG stands for Alternate Reality Game, which is basically what it sounds like. Wikipedia defines it as an interactive networked narrative that uses the real world as a platform and employs transmedia storytelling to deliver a story that may be altered by players' ideas or actions. If you're unfamiliar with ARGs, then that might seem a bit front-heavy, but think of it as a game played in real life, in real time, with real people. ARGs, or ARGs, have exploded in popularity in the recent years. You can find countless examples on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. A large majority of these are made and written by what I guess you could call average content creators, but that's not to say that they aren't super creative or super artistic or even super influential. A great example would be Slenderman. Everybody and their mother knows about him. But did you know that his initial popularity was boosted by a web series called Marble Hornets? Marble Hornets was the first ARG that I ever actually interacted with, and it was already done by the time I had like, started it. But what was really cool about Marble Hornets that set it apart from a lot of other web series was the multiple channel angle that it went with. There was more than one YouTube channel, and I'm pretty sure they did stuff on Twitter too. A lot of the stuff gets kind of deleted and lost as the years go by. But this sort of ability that the audience had to be put in the driver's seat, that really, really set it apart. And it really allowed people to not only watch the narrative, but be involved with it and take part in it, you know, like be players in it. But the point is, you know, the viewer had to be involved to get the whole thing. But it's not just broke college kids like me or the people that made Marble Hornets that make ARGs. It's it's something that even companies have done. For instance, Halo 2. Halo 2 had one of the coolest advertising campaigns I've ever heard of. Like, this was incredible even for the time it was incredible let alone now like it was amazing hear me out so i love bees well okay i don't mean it like that i love bees was the name of the arc that halo 2 was advertised with bungie and microsoft i believe have put together this whole nationwide search that was orchestrated purely off of one commercial that just rabbit hole into something incredible. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So the way it started, if I remember correctly, was there was this commercial for Halo 2, like a teaser trailer or something. And at the end of the commercial, instead of just being a normal screen that said, you know, the title or whatever, it glitched out a little bit. And a website flashed across the stream that said, I love bees. And with a little bit of hint here and there towards some people who were already into ARGs back then, the search was on. It started off on ilovebees.com, 
Once they hit ilovebees.com, it moved to blog posts, the narrative started to flush out, and next thing you know, it turns out, I Love Bees was being hacked from the future by Halo characters, some sort of AI, and I'm getting way too excited, and explaining the story really is beyond the point, but it was intense, and it grabbed the audience's attention. People all across the nation were involved with this. It got to the point, and this is where things get really crazy. It got to the point that there was a guy who was in the middle of Hurricane Ida during one of the portions of the ARG where you would have to go to a payphone and pick it up at a certain time, give them information and get information back, right? He picks up the phone in the middle of Hurricane Ida, and the guy on the other end breaks character and tells him, dude, there's a hurricane, get inside. If that's not wild, I, I don't know what is. ARGs have always been super incredibly intense, but also kind of lackluster. You have stuff like Old Root. Now, the guy who made Old Root has made other ARGs and is in the process of making other ARGs and stuff. But Old Root was an ARG that was centered around Minecraft. And it was creepy and super involved with uh, referencing uh, the Raven and a lot of other works by Edgar Allan Poe. Super, super intense and, and, and intricate and really well put together. But people couldn't figure it out. It, it was too much. It was, it was beyond the capabilities of the people that were looking into it. And before you knew it, people had given up. And because they kind of gave up or were kind of running in circles or really didn't understand the hints that they were getting, the creator just kind of lost interest and, and gave up. And like that, you also have KFC Murder Chicks or Todd Ellsworth or Eridito, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, um, Aratus, that's, that's the usual name that's been given for this ARG. And to me, this is one of the most interesting ARGs because I feel like there's a lot of artistic integrity in it, despite the fact that, well, you know, it really didn't go anywhere. So Aratus started out as a blog post somewhere, maybe it was 4chan or Reddit, I can't really remember, where they were talking about this program that existed and was supported by Unilever or other big national, international brands that if you looked it up, it would delete any info, like, it would basically fire you if you looked for information on it. And that the, the, the thing was completely automated and there was all kinds of uh, back and forth and, and, you know, never look into it kind of thing. You know, it was one of those, like, do not research things. If you're familiar with icebergs, it was one of those do not research things. And, you know, what ended up happening is there was buzz generated around this and the guy who created it put out something else where the guy who created it was a, a DJ, you know, he's a, a composer, he's a producer, a music maker, whatever you want to call him. And he was basically orchestrating this in different ways, in ways where he was able to keep himself anonymous, but make it seem like it was more than one person that was posting these things. And like these, these things he was posting were completely unrelated to each other to kind of pull people into the mystery and pull different people into the mystery. So he had put together this post where he was talking about, um, 
making music off of YouTube videos that have less than a hundred views and they have to be like bad quality or, or something, right? Like you take, take the video and you make a, a sample out of it. And with the sample, you make music from it. So people started, you know, posting videos on this, on this, on this post. And he went into that post that he made on a different account and he posted this video from a man named Todd Ellsworth and Todd Ellsworth was an anagram for the lost world which I know might sound like it's getting complicated and trust me this whole ARG was probably way too complicated for what it was but it was this weird dude who was like YouTube killed my mom uh, they don't want to let me post stuff about, um, <laughs> Jurassic Park and that YouTube's running his life. And I know that might sound weird. It might sound confusing and really off-putting to, cause I'm going to be honest, I'm not doing the best job at explaining it, but bear with me. There was some artistic integrity in this. The idea that this dude was like afraid that, that, there was a corporation running his life and the idea of erratus being a real thing like a real program that that deletes information about itself you know this sort of roko's basilisk of things uh which is another thing if you don't know what that is don't look into it that that's an info hazard i guess but um yeah it was basically like this this thing that ran the world secretly I guess you could say uh, through these bigger entities like companies and when you look at the music that the ARG was ultimately ultimately trying to I guess advertise for which was KFC Murder Chicks which was like the supposed band and and if you're really interested in in it there's there's tons of videos on YouTube you can look it up and kind of track track through it but I'm just going to explain you know some of the things that I pulled away from the themes of it, and and then uh, later on we'll talk about uh, how these ARGs can kind of serve as examples of, of public relations and stuff, but we'll get to that. Point is, with this uh, Erratus ARG, you really felt this this sense of of fear of the capitalist machine of of consumerism of uh you know this resistance to consumerism this overall resistance to the status quo this realization of of this entire um um aspect of um, the majority of our lives of everyone's lives that we don't really pay attention to in the US or in most western countries because we're so removed from it you know, we go to work and that's about it. And then that's the only role we think we're playing in this larger system. When in reality, we are essentially the beating heart of the system. And the idea of Erratus is that there's, whether or not it was intended to go this deep, the idea of Erratus is that there's a brain somewhere removed from us. And I felt like the thematic reasoning behind this even though it was it was really ultimately made just to advertise kfc murder chicks i thought that was incredible i thought that was amazing i i still love the erratus arg i think it's probably one of my favorite args purely because of of the thematic heaviness of it you know and 
I look back at stuff like uh, Everyman Hybrid, which was another um, sort of spooky Slenderman thing that was on YouTube. And I, I look at how spaced out it was and how they had actually made their own, you know, like really heavily dedicated fan base. And it, it makes me think about uh, the power that the internet has nowadays and the power that internet communities have nowadays. And I look at stuff that that people find interest in. Um, you know, people make entire careers on YouTube and, and, you know, maybe other platforms. You know, they make podcasts like this one um, where they talk about stuff like ARGs or they talk about stuff like, you know, creepy videos or, or you know, there's there's no limit to the amount of ARGs or creepy stuff you can find online and I think it's really telling that people can make careers based off of that and the concept of an ARG is old it's it's older than I love bees you know there was already communities that were looking into ARGs that were playing ARGs that were interested in ARGs before I love bees happened excuse me (laughs) but in the age of the internet, in, in this technolo- technological age, I feel like everybody has the opportunity to do something like an ARG. And I think you see that with the dissemination of like what really is considered an ARG. Because now there's like creepypasta stuff, which if you don't know what creepypasta is, it's basically just internet-based uh, spooky stories. That's that's all it is. If you want a great introduction to it, I'd say go look up the classics like like Jeff the Killer, uh, Sonic.exe. Terrible stories, but it, it, it'll give you reference to like what some of the stuff I'm talking about is. And and the idea that the, the lines have blurred for what an ARG is, is in some ways kind of scary, but in some ways it's it's also really interesting and really, I feel like, opens the door for a lot of people to do stuff that's not necessarily horror-based, but largely horror-based. That, that can explore ideas like liminality or, you know, something even more personal and, and, and you know, interpreted through different people's point of view, like how I interpreted the, the Erratus ARG can be seen as interactive art. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big advocate for saying that video games are art. I'm, I'm a huge advocate for saying that. that. And, and I feel like the idea of interactive art is something that's not necessarily respected as much as other forms of art. And I feel like the idea that just because anybody can make it, you know, just because anybody can can try to make it really, that it gets cheapened. And, and the idea that like, oh, it's restricted entirely to horror. Again, it gets cheapened. But when you actually see people do it, when you see people actually getting into it, when you see people actually orchestrating these things, they always serve as examples that the idea that no, these aren't really forms of art is completely wrong because people love ARGs. People get super involved in them. People really, really are always on about ARGs. And it's incredible to see. Like, people are always interested and willing to get into ARGs. Always. And the thing with that is like, once you find that, yeah, people are like willing to be involved in these projects, 
it opens the door for your ability to try. Now, I know that might seem kind of like loosey-goosey or like I'm being vague. And the thing is, yeah, I am. Because, like I said, that the line has been blurred between what you can call an ARG. And, and it it's blurred so much that it gets kind of creepy at times, you know? But it doesn't mean that these things can't be, like, super effective. It, it, look at uh, Cicada, the Cicada ARG. People still don't really know if that's an ARG or if it was really some sort of secret society or if there was some weird stuff going on with that. But the point is, it had people around the globe getting involved in puzzles. Really, really high intelligence, complicated, cold-cracking puzzles that involved having to have a huge array of knowledge from math to, to literature, not just English literature, but literature in general, like global literature, to history, to, to coding, to being able to like decode pictures and like look for specific pixels that had code stuck inside them. It was insane, the amount of stuff that Cicada was doing. And you could look at stuff like that and say like, I can't do that. Well, yeah, maybe you can't, but you could post on Reddit. You could go to Reddit and you could post a bunch of stuff in different in, in different like formats in, in 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 different subreddits and you just post it, post it, post it, post it, all with the same account. And yeah, you maybe maybe you make a throwaway go you know what? Go make a throwaway account today. So that next year or the year after that, when you come up with an idea for an ARG, you have one and it's much harder to track whether or not you're real or fake. Because that, that's one of the giveaways is usually like, oh, they, they made the, the account today and, you know, they start to post in that same day or whatever. But yeah, the idea that ARGs are restricted because you need to be able to do all these crazy things doesn't exist anymore because the audience interaction could be strictly through the computer. It could be strictly through the screen. And I think that's awesome. Because I feel like, and this is where we're going to start getting on the, on the, uh, to the advice part of this. I feel like, you know, a lot of people who are my age, I'm 22, I'm in college. They feel like they can't do things uh, that they want to. Uh, you know, I, I, I've seen the stuff that I want to do. I look at some of the stuff that I want to do and I'm like, yeah, the stuff that I want to do is cool to me, but is it cool to somebody else? Is somebody else going to find this interesting? You know, am I weird? Is it is it is it not going to be interesting? And the truth is, is like, yeah, there's going to be things that I make that aren't interesting. And there's going to be things that that people don't like. But just because that's the truth for certain things doesn't mean that's the truth for everything. You know, if you really want to do something, study ARGs, go and look at them, look at how they can be used as a form of advertisement for something that you want to do. Because the thing about ARGs is if it's successful, if you create a good, involved ARG that pulls people's attention, you'll be able to have a built-in audience that's willing to react with what you're doing, that's willing to interact with your, your business model, that's willing to interact with your art, that's willing to interact with you. And like I said, we live in the technology age, you know, we live in the age of the internet. We live in the age of social media and something that's super important nowadays is interaction, audience interaction. And I think the thing about ARGs that I really like is that it lets you 
almost forces you to put your own mark on what you're doing to separate you from the other people that are trying to do the same thing. Uh, one of my favorite ones that's very recent that also got completely dropped and is it's just weird, right? Boil toe. This was on TikTok. It was an Australian girl going, this is my, my dog, Cracker. And she shows the dog that's in her closet and you could kind of see it in the back and it's not a dog it's a face it's a face like of a dude it was terrifying there's there's a couple like a handful of videos out there still because people of hers despite the fact that that her her account got i mean her account was deleted because people love that kind of stuff because that like drove people crazy. You know, what's the story behind this? Is is this kind of like Daisy Brown, which was another ARG that I, I really suggest you guys go look at. It's really good. You know, the thing is, these people are artists. And if you're an artist, this might be an avenue for you to go down. Even if you're, you don't consider yourself an artist, but you want to do something that involves an audience, take a look at ARGs. Because ARGs can really pull an audience in and like I said your audience will already want to interact with what you're doing because that's what an ARG is you know it's a little bit of a give and take of of the audience and of the person making it and I feel really that the future of media in general is just going to get more and more interactive I'm terrified of mobile gaming as a concept you know this this sort of idea that everything's going to be going towards this like gambling simulation kind of thing but as time goes forward and things go on i find myself kind of being a little bit more hopeful that maybe stuff like args will be a little bit more common because i think that people are more excited and more willing to be parts of internet communities and online communities more now than ever before and I think that that's really a benefit for people who are like my age, who are in college maybe, um, who are looking to make some moves and looking to make, you know, make some art, looking to make a resume that, that looks good and maybe maybe make a career out of this. You know, um, those, those Marble Hornets guys, there's lots of people who are older than me that were kids around the time that that came out that know them. Uh, Slenderman is always going to be associated with Marble Hornets. And if you haven't heard it, I understand it's kind of like, well, you know, who, how, how are they associated with Slenderman if I have never heard of them? But the thing is, is like the people that look into it will always know about Marble Hornets. And I feel like that's that's a good a good place to end this on. Um, you know, just, just knowing that anything's possible when it comes to uh, the internet and you could really make anything happen but that's gonna be it for this week uh i'll catch you guys next week on rio's pretty neat podcast with me brandon maris see ya